bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. Hey, yes, this is the Spark of Madness winner. <laughs> Never give us an award intro. for that. Yeah. <laughs> award winning. I like your graphic down there. Oh, I should. Oh, that's wrong. I should change that. There. There. Much better. Much better. He's so clever. <laughs> uh, this is Spark of Madness. I'm Matt. That's Ben. And that is Aaron. And we are fresh off of uh, our. Fresh off of really bad impressions. <laughs> yeah, we're a little bit. <laughs> A lot of Kermit the Frog will be working tonight. Uh, we uh, so we were we uh, before we get to the the episode and kind of the reason we're doing V for Vendetta tonight. Uh, we just spent three days last weekend at Indie PopCon, and boy, are our arms tired. Can, oh wait, wait, wait! I have a button for this. From all that high fiving that we got wait. for how great our booth was, Matt, shut up! And then all the sa- hand sanitizer we bought. Okay, yes, my joke is funny now. Um. but yeah so if you're in indianapolis we were at indie popcon we'd uh had a booth and we had a green screen where we did like you could come and take your photo and then we uh uploaded it to all our social media pages some of which we just green screen people into ridiculous situations so you definitely should check that out uh what else did we do uh uh, we did, didn't we raise money? Well, yeah, yeah. gaming. <laughs> yes, that's right. That was the <laughs> thank you. Uh, yeah, that was the, that was the biggest thing. We uh, raised. We were raising money. We were spinning. You could come and uh, spin the wheel and win a prize of like the sort of things. If you follow, our, uh, if you're one of our patrons, you got to see the video of us getting some of those prizes when we went DVD shopping. Somebody fun. specifically chose Joe Dirt, by the way, when they won from the huge stack. They're like, "Yep, I want Joe Dirt." What is that? The plebeian filter? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but we waste, uh, we raised $300 for, uh, gaming the Greenway and they, uh, I got the text from Robbie earlier and, uh, they are going to send a switch to a little girl in Pennsylvania. Wow, she's she's going to be hospital. playing Bing Bing Wahoo in no time. That's right. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that new, um, Sonic, um, and, uh, Mario Brothers Olympics game looks fun. Are you sure? No. Because <laughs> it's not the first one. Oh. <laughs> It wasn't good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the big hit, though, <laughs> from our uh, PopCon booth, uh, aside from Aaron winning uh, Best Intro, which we he did, won. Uh, we won. We also got in the top three uh, for Indie PopCon, the podcast awards for TV yeah. movies. With a nomination of four. I no, I don't know. I think they said it was a pretty crowded category, okay. but we were in the top three again. We next, did good. Next year, we will win. It's but, those uh, Russian bots. They ruined it for us. But the biggest yes. thing, the biggest hit... From our booth over PopCon was our vote that normally we only give to patrons again, but for the convention, Pop-tong. for the convention, we allowed people to come up and vote on which movie we're going to do for the show. And it really became like which movie was better. And that decided what we're doing. And it was between Watchmen and V for Vendetta. And which one won, Matt? Uh, v for Vendetta won, I'm which I am psyched for. Honestly, I'd have been happy either way. It, Wait it was, a minute. It was I thought we were supposed to review Phantom of the Opera. Oh. oh, oh the whole no, wrong, the wrong movie. Movie. Gosh darn it. You had all this like all these organ jokes yeah. like ready to go. <laughs> he brought his organ. You said we're doing that movie about the guy in the mask. V for V and V and V and Was that like a metering thing? Yeah. Nice. I it's liked all about it. the syllables, baby. I, I liked it. <laughs> 
so we're going to talk about V for Vendetta. If you're brand new, um, which as of now, we don't have any additional viewers v yet. But if you're brand new, Vendetta. what we do is we're going to we'll introduce the sh movie we're going to talk about. And we'll talk about it. And then at the end, we'll give our rating out of 10. So, um, Ben, do you want to give people the synopsis if they haven't seen V for Vendetta? All right. All right. V for Vendetta was a 2006 film adapted from the graphic novel by Alan Moore, directed by James McTakey. <laughs> <laughs> Following World War, London is on a police state occupied by a fascist, fascist, not the fascist, the fascist. Gotta government. go fascist. <laughs> Gotta catch them all. And a, and a vigilante known as not only as V, Hugo Weaving, uses terror, terrorist, I can't read, uses terrorist act tactics to fight the oppressor, oppressor, my God, I can't read, <laughs> to fight the oppressors of the world in which he now lives in. When V saves a young woman named Evie, Natalie Portman, I said it right, <laughs> from the secret police, he discovers an ally in his fight against England's oppressors. Despite Alan Moore's distancing himself from the film, V for Vendetta earned $132 million at the box office and has a 72% on Rotten Tomatoes because we know that Rotten Tomatoes means everything. Means business. All right. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> so, uh, V for Vendetta. Uh, this uh, just to start the show that then we'll give our ratings this is one of my favorite movies is so it i am pretty psyched uh well nothing it, uh, it's good i'll give you that i enjoyed it we'll, we'll get into it i yeah. might have some points of disagreement oh <laughs> <laughs> we did that at the same time yeah. is it's it like a coincidence we've been doing a show for years I, I think it's a coincidence no no i don't believe in coincidences he watched oh, the movie. Oh. I did yesterday, so gonna, or two days ago. You're going to flip a domino that, that <laughs> knocks over like everything no, in this apartment. I'm just going to make, a, make yeah. a framed cuckoo egg. Because those <laughs> are good. You ever had one? Oh, the Pretty eggy good. in a basket? Yeah. 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 We also... Uh, we call them framed eggs or cuckoo egged. I've, like I've actually never heard it called that before. Eggs in a basket or whatever is we call them, what they call it in the we movie. We call them framed well. egg because they're like a frame. Mm. I, wait, get right out of town. I know. My mom made them all the time. They're so good. Hmm. Do you like your eggs over easy, or uh, sunny side up? Be oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, I like them scrambled. And the tour moves on. So V for Vendetta. Um, would like you guys consider guy. this a superhero movie? Um, no, I think it's a graphic novel. <laughs> well, by Alan Moore. The, <laughs> the sort of material. <laughs> by Alan Moore. <laughs> I mean, there's elements of superheroism because V's got like nondescript super strength and and stuff, but it doesn't really affect much in the movie. No, yeah, I don't think I would give call it a superhero movie either, um, especially because it's so. It seems like more of a. Why, what I've always liked about the movie is it seems more of a holistic conceptual movie. Like there's, Natalie Portman's character is just as important as. V's character. Uh, so you, normally for a superhero movie, you're like really latched onto the hero part. Well, but yeah, she it, ultimately is the main character, I would say. And it's not much of a superhero movie because in the movie, they, they 
explore the concept that V shouldn't be a figurehead of any kind. He is everyone. Right. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, renounces the idea of being the leader of something. Yeah. To the point where we never know what he looks like. And that is very good. I think it's yeah. great filmmaking. Yeah. And even the, the version that was probably just like mostly normal Hugo weaving when he played the 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 guy mm. in the the gl- little glasses. Uh, shoot, I you mean the old man? Name. The old man guy. Uh, wasn't him. They even showed the mask that so he supposedly yeah. wore. So uh, Looked a lot no shoddier idea. when it was hanging on the mannequin head. <laughs> yeah, it did. <laughs> uh, yeah, so for me, I, I actually had totally forgotten how the movie started off. Uh, I like movies that, I don't know, I would say overall, and He's maybe right it's just it. because of the graphic novel, uh, the graphic novel written, written kind of similarly, is that structurally, uh, from a pacing standpoint, from a like arc standpoint, for, and you know how much I like character arcs, I thought, and then how it ends on something that was kind of, a, not unexpected, but something greater than the sum of everything before it mm-hmm. i thought the writing for the whole thing was great i thought like th- oh, i yeah. think that's the strongest aspect for of its it runtime it, ro- it flows very well well yeah. I, think, I think it's probably I the never, combination of the yeah. graphic novel and the, and the wachowski sisters or siblings or yeah. sisters now they're sisters yeah then they were uh, siblings brothers right yeah so i think it's their writing they're actually really good writers and i actually think this is the case of like the poltergeist what i heard where Technically, that Poltergeist wasn't directed by Steven Spielberg, but it was heavily influenced by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so I think this movie was heavily influenced by them as it well. It definitely has the Matrix feel to Which a lot. Which is good. By the, by the Wachowskis or whatever. Yeah. Wachowskis. Because uh, yeah. you can just tell, because I looked at the other guy's stuff and he didn't really make... Anything, Anything else? Yeah. Imp- well, it, impactful. And, and you can case, see the DNA from the other movies. And it, also, the Matrix, could, to Aaron's point. True, but yeah. it also could be <laughs> also the same um, um, thing that's happening with, you know, uh, Game of Thrones. You have such a good source material. Yeah. You know, that it's hard to screw up, too. You know, I went uh, years thinking this movie was directed by the Wachowskis because I didn't pay attention to the credits the first time I saw the movie. So, uh, you never there's that to consider. I never stay for the beginning credits. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he doesn't. He leaves right after, right after the Fox intro. <laughs> and nothing of value is lost. <laughs> Can I get da, my money back? Da, da, <laughs> yeah, I'm done. This popcorn was expensive. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sure was. Oh, I some. Can I get some... Uh, um, Goobers. <laughs> Let's go around here, folks. I think I like there's some you know growing up as a kid. Uh, I re- I always liked books. That I don't know about were, you, but I grew up as a monster. I, he's a real monster. I I like movies or I like uh, I liked books and stories that were kind of like these dystopian versions of a future. I I've always been so. So why do you, you fucking mo- hate Mario Brothers movie? Oh my god. <laughs> 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 you're right. You're right. You're totally right. You're full of crap. Yeah. Mario Brothers is a ten. <laughs> it was too real for me, Ben. Luigi, we're the number tens. Yeah. We are the best movie. I shouldn't have cussed there. It's inappropriate. As long as it's not in like the first minute of the show, we'll be okay. But I really liked. I liked the the imagining of a future world. You know, USA gone. This virus hit. It's an entirely new. 
existence of, where we're still like, using CDs in this in at you know in the original source and Dell laptops in the original source uh, graphic novel dude you're getting a Dell <laughs> sorry go this on. movie did get a Dell in the uh, original in the gra- Alan Moore's graphic novel and he, this is part of the reason why he distanced himself was because uh, you know it, it becomes like a commentary on. Uh, where the wor- the political landscape at that time for him, it, I think it was it like was Margaret British. Thatcher or whatever, right. and then the they had a lot of nineteen eighty four in it. Yeah, well, yeah. then the Wachowskis kind of made it more like anti George Bush. And I oh, think really? They worked in more for the mo- this movie. I they, didn't feel it. I only in the sense that they really don't like Middle Eastern people in this I, movie. I'm oh. guessing that when you. If imagine two thousand six, though it would have right rang after, a little bit because right after, like what four, four years after nine eleven, five five <laughs> years, but you know second term, you know people are pretty heated. Uh, I'm done. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I like. I, I'm the biggest Bush fan. All this to say, though, I oh, like. Yeah. I like <laughs> the I, band, not I, the president. I very much liked that they imagined this world that didn't seem so unrealistic from being possible. No, it felt very real. But they also worked in like for me, if you work in something that's like these are objectionable material, like this is objectionable art that needs to be hidden and cl- like, oh yeah, I'm on this, I'm on their team, like immediately. Like if something is being censored because of like, oh, you can't have the Quran out or you can't have this painting of uh, the high ruler or whatever because it makes God save the queen. Um, stuff like that starts to like world build in the background uh, that yeah. I liked very much about all of this. And they didn't do it too much. Because if you'd have done it too much, it'd have been like, okay, we get it. I really love the fact on. that they made uh, Natalie Portman's hair really pretty. Just so it can be shaved so, off. Yeah. Stunning and brave. You know, when I went into this movie, I was like, God, I hope they don't shave her head. <laughs> and then. I sure hope they let her keep her hair. Oh! But then I got distracted by the cuckoo egg, the framed egg. Was like, that looks so delicious. Yeah. If you had a frame egg, Matt, <laughs> we gotta go back to that. <laughs> what did you guys think of the you know, those framed eggs? This show is like those framed eggs are always sending a letter to the governor <laughs> so that it can, you know, review his case and be pardoned. Where, where is this guy? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm wondering. It was if a framed egg. Oh! It was framed. <laughs> I get it. <enough. laughs> Matt, you were saying. Shall we ruin this what? pod for Matt's no. favorite movie? Please stop. <laughs> I have so much. Let him talk. All right, Ugh. Matt. I'll, I'll, no, I'll, I'll how about talk. this? How about this? Let me ask you guys, because I have a lot of favorites about this movie. Mm-hmm. We can we can maybe do like our old good, bad, ugly. We won't do ugly maybe, but like good, bad. What was some of the best uh, aspects of this movie for you two? The very best aspect is that you never see V's face already. Yes. We've already talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the other good aspects are that it's a believable future. It's it's a, a future that doesn't seem too far removed from the one we have now. In fact, as I said before, they're still using compact discs. Another good fact and is four by three monitors. Mm-hmm. Another good fact um, uh, is that they have such good, strong character arcs in all the main characters. Mm-hmm. Yes. Especially for, for, for Evie. Evie. Oh, yeah. gosh, yeah. The whole fear angle, and not just even the scene where she mm-hmm. goes through the, like, fake torture and mm-hmm. stuff, but, like... 
They set that up really and well. I, I actually think this is probably one of the best movies she's ever been in. I agree with you. That yeah, it, totally. This, this is like, like it's, it's Leon. This and Leon are standouts yeah, for me. Yeah, but it's so creepy, Leon, that she's so young and he's like a grown man. But okay. if you think about <clears throat> one of the better kind of <laughs> parallel parts in the movie is... You know, they show the flashback to her hiding under the bed as a kid. And then they do it again. And then they did it again with Stephen Fry's character as an adult. And that's kind of her, like, cue point as a character. But then it immediately goes into this fake-out sequence that, uh, for me, I I had no... The first time I watched this, I had no idea. Me either. I had right. no idea whatsoever. Except, you know what's funny is, the second time I saw it, I noticed that the guy who grabs her with the ski mask on, you can see the burn marks, the burn marks on his face yeah. under that's the ski awesome. mask. That's great. But that's good filmmaking. You know what's weird, though? In, in all the interrogation, uh, most of them, you can hear Hugo Weaving's voice. Oh, yeah. But there's a yeah. couple of them where I'm like, I, just, I, I don't hear Hugo Weaving. You know Weaving. what's really interesting, too? They cut away for it, but like, they did not explain it. Was like he goes processor and like what did you go out and then change real quick and come back in? I mean, takes her out. I mean, hang on a moment. Yeah, there's little things like that. Wait here. <laughs> and he had the fake guard, which is good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I but I love that, that storyline with the the notes. I really oh love yeah, that. that still was like one it's of the most and it's just so beautifully written too. Like the mm -hmm. way it's narrated and the way all the words and then how it ends mm -hmm. and you. You keep it on her sure. too for her, and it was a double, it. Yeah. Um, a double. Uh, oper uh, I don't. Know, uh, you killed two birds. Not well. They did two yeah, things yeah. at once. Two you more accomplished a lot. They with did it. multiple yeah, that yeah. thing. What were? Not only does she, he test her to see her loyalty, mm -hmm. but he also shows her how he like part of what he had to go through. Yeah, you mean yeah. So they they and they were like. To show him, like, so yeah. it was a very intimate, double intimate thing. Well, and it, and she's mad, which is realistic. Oh yeah. Oh, I'd have been mad too. But like they pulled off where she understands. You know what I mean? Yep. So it was very in a real in like she had to sleep on it. Yeah. Well, and the whole thing with the Valerie note is to your point. And the whole sequence is he she goes through what he went through. He got she gets tested, and he gets to see like well is she going to overcome her fear or not? Um. It also reinforces a lot the world building thing of like this person is objectionable in some way and she gets to kind of experience that and relate back to her parents but also it relates it tells the uh it's a it's a good character arc for V too it gives us an uh, like some insight into him into like why well he was there mm -hmm. like we had no idea who these people who were being experimented on were yet and they actually were mm -hmm. rounded up. And so V was one of the mm -hmm. people rounded up to be there. Mm -hmm. And so you get even more like information behind his motivations and mm -hmm. stuff, uh, which makes it awesome. Yeah. And the best part about it, we find all this information about this other character that's not even in it. But how easy it would have done if they would have made... Um, Made that him, and we saw his backstory, and it would have ruined everything. We yeah. still don't know who he it's is. A, it's a totally we still have no character. idea who he is. Yeah, and I think that he is has great. no no idea who he is. It's it's yeah, that's lost, what yeah. it ties it together at the very end where he's everybody. It's like the the crux of all of this. This and, moment and, pivot moment is literally somebody else that he's and embodying. the and the paramount uh, or the parallels to um, the Count of Monte. Um, oh yeah, Christo. Oh yeah, that too. And uh, and how she made it. Effort like how she thought um, Desmond uh, 
was so selfish. Mm-hmm. Why would you want to be with someone who's so full of vengeance? And kind of yep. planted see. a seed. And then he goes, th- and you wouldn't think he would, and they almost set it up that he's not going to go through the arc of, because he remember in the tunnel at the end, he's like, I got to go. And he leaves and mm. does it when she's begging him to stay. And then when he comes back, there's that mm. like really good moment where he's like, you changed everything like for mm. me. And, like this was 20 years in the making, but then you showed up. And it's got a Phantom the Opera vibe, <clears throat> but the character's totally not Phantom because Phantom the, the Phantom the Opera is so selfish. You mean? Yeah. And like this guy. And V bigger, starts selfish. He, he does, but the greater group, he doesn't care about himself. Yeah. Whereas, you know. He, he initially is entirely self-centered and he learns that that is not the way to be. And he's also not self like he's not a victim, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas the Phantom, like you felt sorry for him. You didn't really. You felt sorry for V, but he didn't feel sorry for himself. Not one. You know, and, 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 and like even like the hands. Like they show his hands in the Phantom of the Opera when they show that he's like, you know, like this. Like you can't see me. But Where he's like, oh, well, look, let me let me fix this. And like he's like a little surprised, yeah. but he's not embarrassed by it. Well, and they even call out um, that he. He is a monster. Like yeah. they, that was I thought one of the better, a uh, really good written line was, uh, they were like, they treated me monstrously, and then she was like, and they created a monster because he's literally killing mm-hmm. people. And they they like bring that to the surface that uh, mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing, but he has like this uh, really articulate agenda that you get behind. Of I, can't, I cannot imagine trying to be the actor for that role. I trying to being read Hugo. Well, so he read, he said them, and then they overdubbed it. So he could, he was, he was the person. The this movie v. is an editor's dream. No, but I'm saying like <laughs> to overdub it, like it would be hard. Oh, to do it after, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just well, but you, like you're mimicking, you're mimicking. You're mimicking yourself. Yeah. So was that him in this? Yeah, yeah. Year? Okay, yeah. the whole time. Not a whole time. Yeah. Maybe not when he's doing the super yeah. awesome. So that's him. I'm glad they let it to be him still. What? um... Matt, when well, he, one thing I want to bring up, as I understand it, in the graphic novel, he's uh, much more. It's much more ambiguous as to whether he's an actually good guy. Is that is that so? It's been a while since I read it. I just assume. As I understand it, it, you're never quite sure if he's actually doing the right thing. Mm. And I, I wondered if that could have been brought across in this movie because you never doubt him for a second. Yeah, he is not. The, yeah, in this, he's very much. You're on board with V. Yeah, they could have done a Sweeney Todd kind of feel. This character, he could have to, sang. He could have sang <laughs> and killed people with razors. Yes. <laughs> but I think what they could have like done like that. I'm not sure about him. You know, it's a, I think it's a good call. One seat of doubt would have been nice. No, but it, it still worked regardless. I, I think mean, they tried to start. Th- well, I mean, they torturing Evie is a seat of doubt. I right? Would say. I, yeah, I was gonna say, and when she comes out so angry, like it's pretty brutal like what he did i the first time i watched it, i was like how like i know you're testing her but this is ridiculous what you Although, just did based on her hair growth in that scene she couldn't have been in there long yeah it wasn't it couldn't have been couldn't have been more than like two days her yeah. hair was still quite buzz cut when she got out of yeah, there. Yeah, it was. Le- let's just say it was less than a month at least uh, that would yeah. probably be the max you know how okay. and her british accent works yeah, yeah it does it's pretty it does. good she was the best part of the movie. I and thought. you know what? All the British people out there are like, no, she wasn't. It's like, today she wouldn't get the role. All the British people are she over there the saying, you what? <laughs> you a nanny. What? They use the word bollocks a lot. Bollocks. 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 What does bollocks mean? 
it's it's like the word uh, it, it's like saying um bull crap bullocks bull crap uh what did Bull-gullet. what <laughs> Bull-gullet. Bullocks. what uh did not work very well in the movie uh i don't know that there was anything that didn't work well i thought that there was a lot of broad stroking of everything in the movie like nothing was super specific i i'm not sure how to articulate this but i i feel like they graze on a lot of things and kind of expect you to accept them. I don't know. Like I'm not, I don't know if I'm coming across with this. Well, it it might it have definitely been had like big, big kind of dystopian ideas of like this. The government is responsible for this huge thing happening. 1984. And, and look at the media is involved and blah, blah, blah. like, and then they try and weed it down not weed it down but hone it down onto a couple specific characters but it does feel kind of like big things happening and v is trying right. to do them um it feels like it it it's kind of just expects you to accept things without uh too much explanation which is okay i have one leap of logic in the movie that i i doesn't sit well with me um at the very end when everybody's marching to parliament and uh all the people in charge are dead and the army just says, stand down. That never would happen. They would totally just be like, our last order was to kill them all. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Nobody? I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, you know, I'm they, glad everybody's on board. Yeah. Ben, Everyone would die. Ben, anything that stands out is not that great to you? Well, he kind of overcooked the cuckoo egg. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, it got it got really hard. I saw she, some brown, and she was eating it like a cracker. Yeah, yeah, it was too much. She also well, the egg wasn't she good also enough. like overreacted in terms of how delicious it was. Like, yeah, it's just on. toast. Well, they're also trying to explain that they don't get that kind of good food. Yeah, no that butter, all, just orgasmic butter. Okay, <laughs> great. You know what? Butter ain't that good. I'm gonna say it right now. Mm. Don't tell Paula Dean that. <laughs> 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 but, very good, very good. <laughs> Bull- Bollocks. Bollocks. Uh, the the couple things that stood out to me, or at least the, maybe you'll jog my memory. The cause... main one was I thought, while I I really like the idea that they're tying it together to the you know the detectives talking through like how all these things are interconnected and they lead into each other and they're going to crescendo into this big moment that he's afraid and crescendo. it's like he's, uh-huh. oh, he's uh thinking it's going <laughs> to lead to the revolution that V's been planning but i thought the dominoes thing was a little bit much it was a little yeah. little much little that, much that was there for the people whose iq is around room uh, oh, <laughs> like all this work he had to do and he made it perfectly yeah took him like uh, 20 years to set that up it's like home alone um oh my god it's like home alone (laughs) except there's no paint cans no there isn't no he did that like and like like during christmas eve night by the way that's kind of silly the only other part that it and this is more nitpicking do you think kevin McAllister could (laughs) win in a fight between (laughs) d and (laughs) no but i think shia labeouf would (laughs) what were you gonna say man I was getting to that, Ben. Uh, <laughs> you stepped on my yeah, Macaulay geez. Culkin point. <laughs> I made my government disappear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was. There's nowhere to go. No. I have no. Woo. We should almost end the pod there. Um, <laughs> I was going to nitpick a little bit about the uh, Benny Hill uh, Stephen no, Fry. No, thing. no, no, no. That's.
that they were hearkening back to the good old days of British but, TV. But clearly, that was uh, what's his name, um, the Elephant Man. What's his name? Um, the the president who played the actor. John Hurt. John, John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Elephant Man. Alien Burster. It was man. clearly him. Not he, again. Yes. Yeah, but there were two of them. How do you explain that? That's true. Let's rate the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go first. <laughs> I'll go first. <clears throat> I like this movie, and it's one of those movies where once I turn it on, I can't pause it. Mm-hmm. I kind of have to just see it through, you know? Mm-hmm. Even for, And I, I don't generally like longer movies. This one clocks in, like, what, 2.15? Really? It was A little over two hours. Yeah, I was actually surprised it was that long. It's not long, it long. but it's not short. Yep. And at no point did I feel like I could uh, skip through any of it or... No. No, I, I had to see it through. It was, it, a, was, it was an adventure. It was well tapered. Yes. I would give this movie a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Very good comic book adaptation. Lots to like about it. Not much to dislike about it. Mm-hmm. Anyone want to go next? I'll go next. Okay. Mm-hmm. I give it an 8. Give it an 8. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it in theaters. I enjoyed it again watching from this... from. This many years now. It's a good movie. Thirteen years. Okay, good. Uh, as you know, this is one of my favorite movies, uh, but I will not let that four out of ten. I will not let that factor in. Uh, I think the best one thing we haven't talked about. I think the the they were deliberate and restrained with their action sequences. Which I think is refreshing for a movie like this. Yeah. I don't think they went overboard. I and then they the were, trailers were which, all action. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the movie itself is plot. It's story. Which we it's don't not, have that today. Yeah, no, we, no, really we don't, don't see that. And, which, and, and the movies we do have like that uh, don't do very well. Yeah, and no scenes where Hugo Weaving yeah. uses V words like a hundred times yeah. in one line. I mean, you just need that. We in need every more movie. alliteration, Hollywood. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Uh, Stop with these Michael Bay scripts. <laughs> I think um, this is, to, I thought Ben nailed it. I think this is maybe Natalie Portman's best role uh, as a character all the way through and performance wise is amazing. Uh, but the thing that really sticks with me is just the ideas that that come from the movie. The ideas. The, it's idea, all about ideas. the ideas are bulletproof. That's an amazing yeah. line and concept. But, but then they work. Yeah. But then they work in that. But you can't kiss an idea that even though this is a great concept and something that is like uh, conceptually really interesting to see through and can play out in this dystopian world, there's still this character element mm-hmm. underneath, and they did both of those things really well, I thought. To crush uh, ideas is, is, and censorship is the worst thing that could ever happen. Yes. Other than like dying. <laughs> then you're not an idea at all. Ideas are bulletproof, <laughs> like the Unfalufa. <laughs> like come, come down, come right up for our Unfalufas. Only ten ninety nine. Ten ninety nine. You'll you're... have to message one of us yeah. on Twitter if yeah. you want to know what that's about. Clean your Wonka bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I said. I, I call it the Wonka bar because it only gets unwrapped once every year or so. <laughs> uh, so there's I love, a golden ticket. I like. <laughs> I love this movie. I gave. I'm only, I'm gonna give, give it, it eight out of ten. Eight out of oh. ten. Okay. Our star is aligned, Matt. Yes. Why wow, we we got a pretty uh, Mostly, even spread on this one? Yeah. If we account for the Aaron, what was the total scale? of people voted against this? What was it? It was like seventy four to fifty five. So it was a runaway. Yeah. yeah. It was a runaway between the Watchmen and that. Yeah, um, which so means V for Vendetta very obviously won, um, and Watchmen. I guess we're just not going to talk about it, or should 
should we talk about it? Maybe we should do a review next week on it. Okay. What do you think, Aaron? I think that is a good and unplanned idea. <laughs> Very well. So next week, I guess we'll do Watchmen for the people who didn't, you know, for the 50... I concur! <laughs> for the 50-ish people who thought Watchmen was better than V for Vendetta, well, next week's your chance. So I also it, like that movie. Same doesn't time, doesn't same. it feel like a cop-out that, you know, we've had a vote and we're just giving out participation trophies? Well, Ben, if... People want to have like a tried and true vote that is independent of this uh, separate popcorn thing. They should be a patron, and then there is no second wow, place. Wow, we didn't plan that. No, we didn't. That's an excellent segue. Yeah. yeah. So next week we'll do the Watchmen. Uh, same, uh, same time, same place. Uh, anything else? No, no. Ready? Ready. Let's blow up Parliament. Hold on, I need to do the thing. You guys are horrible.